0: Hey guys, so here's a question that I know a lot of people have asked uh, for many years now. Why didn't Obi-Wan Kenobi train Leia? He was so hell-bent on training Luke, but he kind of forgot about the other that Yoda mentions. And he doesn't even really realize in The Empire Strikes Back when Yoda says, No, there is another. In today's video, we're going to talk about that exact scene and that exact plot point or plot line as to why Obi-Wan never trained Leia from George Lucas's mouth back in the 80s from his book The making of The Return of the Jedi. So let's read the transcript and then I'm going to give you my two cents on it and as well as some other fanfiction sort of theories. The other could be explained by Yoda or described by Ben. We could save that for Ben. Ben doesn't even know about it. Ben knows about it. How come in Empire he says, he is our last hope and Yoda says, no, there was another. He discounts women because he is a male chauvinistic pig. Well, he forgot. Wouldn't that be weird that Ben has forgotten? She isn't trained. She isn't ready and Ben wasn't thinking. Let's assume that Ben knows there is the other. He has to. The other thing is, I think you can make Ben take the blame for Vader. I should have given him more training. I should have sent him to Yoda, but I thought I could do it myself. It was my own pride in thinking that I could be as good a teacher as Yoda. I wish that I could stop the pestilence that I've unleashed on the galaxy. His burden is that he feels responsible for everything that Vader has done. So, what I gather from this are a few things. Obi-Wan not training Leia was a very big mistake, in my opinion. Imagine if Obi-Wan had gathered both Leia and Luke, brought them together, and then said, Hey, look, you two are brother and sister, and you are in this galaxy together you are actually this galaxy's last hope and defense against the evil that is the Empire. He wouldn't even have to tell them about their father, he could simply just tell them that they need to start training immediately and take them to Dagobah with Yoda. That said, I think if he had told Luke and Leia about their father, then at least one of them would be up for the adventure to learn the ways of the Force and save the galaxy. Maybe to turn their father back to the light, away from the Emperor. Perhaps Leia would see this opportunity and would convince Luke, who as George said, would have gotten frightened off had Obi one told him the truth about his father from the very beginning. So besides George joking about Obi-Wan being a chauvinistic pig, I like the idea that he puts emphasis on Obi-Wan maturing and realizing that Anakin's downfall was really his fault. And I know a lot of people are maybe going to raise eyebrows at that comment. But look, Anakin did some pretty terrible things, but of all the things that he did, all of them could have been avoided with the right guidance. If Qui-Gon Jinn had survived against Darth Maul, as Dave Filoni said, then Anakin would have had the father he needed and none of this in the galaxy would have ever occurred. The issue is that Obi-Wan pushed Yoda and the council to train the boy and that he was ready. The council didn't think it was a good idea for so many reasons. I mean, the boy was too old, he was full of attachments and anger, and on top of that, Obi-Wan had just become a Jedi night, and he wasn't nearly qualified to train a boy with such attachments and anger issues. Had Qui-Gon Jinn survived, It would have changed the entire fate of the galaxy in the sense that Anakin would have the father figure and might I add not just the father figure he needed but the perfect father figure for him to guide him properly instead of this rigid dogmatic inflexible view of Obi-Wan that he always tried to push on Anakin who constantly thwarted any of Anakin's deep concerns towards Anakin's mother or Padme completely away. Now, the thing with Qui-Gon Jinn, and I'm going on a tangent, I know, but I, I know you guys appreciate these kind of videos where I just start talking about other stuff because it's, well, it's fun. So, the thing with Qui-Gon is that he had his own demons and the things that he had to overcome in his life. In Legends, which at the time when George Lucas was making Star Wars wasn't really as Legends as it is today, where it's completely discarded, Qui-Gon Jinn had a girlfriend in his life named Tall. She died and he almost turned to the dark side and he had to battle a lot of his own demons in his head, which he eventually did and he overcame and he learned how to let go and how to move on and, you know, follow the Jedi way, but he also didn't follow it to a T. He was a master, but he wasn't on the council. Anakin was on the council, but he wasn't a master. The two are yin and yang. The two are perfect for each other and I really think Qui-Gon Jinn could have changed the fate of the galaxy just by steering Anakin to the right direction of where he needed to go. Obi-Wan blaming himself for Order 66 and the loss of everyone including Annie to the hands of Sidious is something I'm sure that we'll see in the Obi-Wan spin-off. Hope you guys enjoyed this video and this theory. Let me know what you think about Luke and Leia training together and why you think Leia was never actually trained when she really should have been. And let me know if you think Leia could have been more powerful than Luke had she had been trained instead of him or even if they were trained in tandem. I know we got a lot of big Leia fans out there and it's a huge fanfiction and a big theory that we never really got to see because it just went a completely other way. So, thanks for watching. Catch you in the next video. Hit like if you enjoyed this one. And until then, remember, the Force will be with you. Always.